0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Two Friends Watch. You're listening to episode five. I'm Josh. I'm Summer. And we're the two friends. Summer, question for you today. Bacon. Do you like it crunchy or like chewy?
1: If it's regular bacon, I like it crunchy. If it's turkey bacon, then I don't like it crunchy.
0: What's the difference? uh, Just turkey bacon taste more turkey I usually just have regular bacon
1: more plasticky but like in a good way
0: so so that can't be crunchy but regular bacon can
1: be yes
0: (laughs) you see I'm I'm more of a mix I hate chewy just plain chewy it's -hmm. disgusting and I'm cool crunchy most of the time but if you can find that right blend between the two then I think you're golden
1: is this is bacon relevant to the topic we're talking about today because I certainly hope it's not.
0: Um, no, but I had bacon yesterday and I was just curious about your thoughts. But, Summer, we have a guest today, Do we? yes. Um, everyone, welcome, Kate Friedman. Kate, how are Hello. you
2: Hello, I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm good. Uh, Kate, what's your uh, take on the bacon situation?
2: <laughs> um, well. <laughs> I I prefer chewy bacon over crunchy
0: because crunchy mm. bacon's usually just like burnt. So I take I take um, so you like really chewy or just like mildly chewy?
2: Mildly, it's somewhere in between. So mildly,
1: correct. So yes.
0: too crunchy is like it's it is just burnt. burnt for you. Yeah. I see. I can I can deal with that a lot more than too chewy. If I'm taking like twenty chews to eat a piece of bacon, it's it's a problem. I I get that.
2: That's understandable.
0: Yeah. So, Kate, you're our first guest. Yes. And how do you feel about that? You got any pressure?
2: Uh, I just feel honored. That's all. Just honored. Yeah. Happy to be cool. here.
0: Well, it took us five days to abandon two friends. And now it's, now it's multiple friends. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, Kate, you wanted to pick a bad movie to talk about this week. Yes. And so I had a film that was on my list and I didn't know when to watch it Partly cuz i was putting it off cuz of what it is but this week we're talking about the new netflix hit 365 days <laughs> yeah. um yeah this is this is something Kade, were you were you happy with this choice
2: um i mean i'm excited to talk about it but i wasn't very happy watching it, it i watched it
0: i watched it late last night and I cannot tell you how many breaks I took. I started it at like midnight <laughs> and ended at three in the morning or something.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: This is the funniest movie I've ever seen.
0: <laughs>
1: like, I proof. took no breaks because it was so hilarious.
0: No, I had to. There was too much that hurt to watch and I had to take some breaks. Yeah. So 365 Days, a woman falls victim to a dominant mafia boss who imprisons her and gives her one year to fall in love with him. Directed by Barbara Bialowas and Tomas Mendes. We got some foreign directors in here. A runtime of an hour and 54 minutes. Was this too long for you guys?
1: Yes. Because
0: it was too long for me. Yeah. It was about 54 minutes too long.
1: Yeah. <laughs> mm. I know, starring... Oh, go ahead. I know the two of you aren't aware, but this entire movie is just, like, what everyone was writing on every fanfiction <laughs> website in 2015. So this was all too familiar, and it was scary. See,
0: yeah. this isn't even, like, that's, wasn't Wattpad the most famous one? Yeah. Yeah, they already made a Wattpad movie in last year. It was called After. Mm-hmm. So it's already been... Ha- but this is... I, I haven't seen that one. But this cannot be, be- uh, better than that.
2: <laughs> oh. Definitely not. <laughs> definitely not.
0: And so, starring Anna Maria Stigluca. These are foreign names. I'm a little uh, harder to pronounce As Laura Beale and Michelle Marone as Massimo Torricelli. This is actually like... They don't have a lot of acting roles. This was her first role. And I think he only had a few others.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I looked up their Instagrams. Guess how many followers this Massimo guy has? Is it a lot? One. Million. It's a lot. No, it's too low. Go higher. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Two point five. <clears throat> five. Seven million. Jeez, it's probably just from the movie too.
1: Just because he's he, hot, that's BS.
0: <laughs> yeah, he had a fan page too that had like twenty-two thousand followers.
2: Oh, my God.
1: It's awful.
0: I think the bio said, are you lost, baby girl? Come follow me. (laughs) No. Yes. A little bit of (laughs) of trivia for you guys. This is... All right, this is going to be hard news. All right, are you ready for this? I'm ready. Yeah. This is part of a three-part series of novels, Mm -hmm. which means we could get sequels.
1: Oh, it I knew it. It had to be a part of like an like the the books that mom hides in the drawer <laughs> that she reads, like <laughs> that you buy on Amazon. That was totally the vibe and it was so oh, nasty.
0: I think they were they're Polish novels or something, but it's this is like the first one of three. I just I don't know how you continue this for another another three movies when even the first one just sucks this much.
2: Yeah. I did assume...
0: the books do good? Well, they made three of them. Um, I f- don't think so. But then again, we're Americans and we it's not really our mainstream type thing.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, Fifty Shades of Grey did good, right? Before they made a movie for that. So I'm assuming it was good for there.
2: Yeah.
0: This stayed on Netflix's top ten since it came out and it's currently number five. <laughs> I'm so surprised this became <laughs> like this sleeper hit for Netflix. Because usually these foreign films... Fall into the radar with.
1: That's kind of changing a little bit, and because of quarantine, everybody's been alone for so long.
0: <laughs> so you think, all right, question: No quarantine, does this still become popular?
1: Absolutely not. Yeah, I think it does.
0: Yeah. Oh, um, why do you think that, kid?
2: Well, I think the main reason it's just watched the most is just because all of the the um provocative scenes (laughs) so that's i think that's why it's so popular obviously or because it's so bad but
0: yeah um what was the other one that became really popular tiger king that one for sure wouldn't think it it would have hit the radar at all without quarantine but this one i mean maybe
1: the Tiger King was different because with Tiger King, like the no matter what was happening in the world, the gay community would have latched on and been like, everyone needs to watch this.
0: I just I don't think it would have had the same cultural impact. If we all weren't stuck. I think it would yeah. have been more of a niche thing. Yeah. Same with this. So lastly, this thing because I didn't find much trivia on this. This thing has a zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes with twelve reviews. And a thirty percent audience score. Hey, do you you texted me before we watched it? And they're like, "Dude, have you seen the audience score and the right critic score for this?" I'm like, "No," and I looked <laughs> yeah. it up. And I, not many films get zero percent. You know, it's not super yeah. common. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's just this rough. At least for me. Initial thoughts on this, guys.
1: Um. When you look at the reviews on, like, every single website, it's, like, four, like, consistently four bad reviews talking about how sexist and toxic it is. And then one review that it was, like, this is the perfect picture of romance. I can't believe, no one like, not everyone loves it. Every single website. And it was also very amusing.
0: It seemed like a lot of people, like, it was, it seemed like people, like, actually liked it. At least an RH demographic from what I saw. But I couldn't say the same for myself. Gade, what were your initial thoughts on that
2: movie? Um I was just very confused. <laughs> like did did you guys understand the beginning like at all?
0: So the um, beginning scene
2: where Between the two, like they keep swapping between the two lives. No, I had
1: to rewatch it.
0: Yeah. Oh, you mean the, the business scene or whatever? Yeah. So that was just showing that they both work business job or something? I don't, I I don't know. I couldn't tell you. What confused me at the beginning was the whole, like, opening part with his dad getting shot. He's just, like, stalking this girl. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's like, he's like, I'm going to make you my baby girl. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, so was the scene where his dad died, were we supposed to assume it was a setup, or did he literally just die because he wasn't a pedophile?
0: Why did he die? Oh, they never yeah. explain it.
2: Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh.
0: That's,
2: that's in my other problem. Was like The storyline is like, I don't know. It's like nowhere. I felt like, I don't know. It didn't go like down a certain path. there was just everywhere.
1: They, just they definitely circling. watched this for the plot. <laughs> They they just kept circling back to, like, selling children over and over again.
0: Yeah, the whole, like, child pedophile ring felt so tonally off from... Because we have this story about him literally kidnapping a woman, and he's supposed to be this terrible person. But since he's taking down these, like, child traffickers, he's supposed to be, like, a good person. I was mm. so confused that they wanted us to root for him and be like, or be like, this guy
2: sucks. Yeah,
1: that's the same way I felt about his dad because they dressed him up in this white shirt and was like, we don't do that type of business. And then he goes to before he gets killed, he goes to his son. And he's like, I don't know, maybe some make some money off of all these children.
0: We don't do that here. What What about that other Italian guy that just is there? Mario,
1: I love him. Oh, Mario.
0: Um, the thing with him is that you guys know, if I mention just the boat scene, you know what scene I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's on that boat. He was just <laughs> like, he was just chilling in there while they do the devil's tango on like every
2: place imaginable
0: boat. on that boat. Oh, my man, Mario. Poor guy.
1: That was my thought the entire time, is where is this poor old man?
0: (laughs) I just, he didn't serve a good purpose. I didn't understand why he was there the whole movie.
1: Um, Yeah. With most mafia things, like, that are written badly, there's always that guy that, like, supports the head of the family and is, like, there or whatever to, like, intimidate. But he's not intimidating. He's, like, a cute old man that sits there and wiggles his tie around (laughs) and then the scene ends. Yeah.
2: Yeah
0: he felt like a completely different movie than what i was watching cuz cuz most of it was just like a high quality brazzers video with good sound <laughs> and then there's just this random subplot about mafia bosses and stuff what about that other guy that works for for massimo and like has to do stuff for the girl
2: yeah i feel I was so confused.
0: bad for him. he's like been hired to just just cater to this kidnaps girls' needs. And I'm like, dude, you couldn't have found a better job than this?
1: (laughs) Doesn't he, like, fall in love with Olga, her best friend? Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. I'm assuming that's what the second book is about, as well as the child, whether it's been born or not.
0: Oh, the second book's gotta be about, like, some mafia
1: war or something,
0: right? Because of the ending.
2: Wait, yeah, but wasn't Olga in the car with Laura... When at
0: the end, yeah, so they, yeah, so um, spoilers for all you 365 franchise like diehards. I'm gonna spoil the, the upcoming books. The people survive, at least Laura does. Mm.
2: Apparently, there's one book, that.
0: apparently, there's one book where Massimo has to choose between saving her or the child. I was like, <laughs> okay, let's make some more movies, Netflix. <laughs>
1: There was literally nothing that was good about this movie. Does anyone have any positive notes before we right. really get into it?
2: Kate
0: okay, will start I, with you. What positives do you got?
2: The only I liked one character, and that was Olga, because I felt like she was the only one with like an actual, somewhat personality. Like she's the only one who gave off like good vibes. Oh, so,
0: Massimo had a personality.
2: Hey, <laughs> good yeah.
0: personality is something
2: different. Yeah, but that's my only good note, is just Olga.
0: Um, I mean, I'm not Polish or anything, but is it, like, still a thing to name your kid Olga?
1: It's a name. I mean, it's iconic here because it's, like, a stereotype or whatever, but in Poland, it's not a stereotype.
0: It just feels like an unattractive name to me.
2: What if
1: there's an Olga watching us?
0: she's listening and she'll be upset and we just lost, like, one of our four uh, listeners. That was, like, 25% of our fan was gone.
1: (laughs) The only slightly positive, like, note that I have is age, like, one and a half. I wrote, what a simp, period. (laughs) (laughs) That's as positive as it gets.
0: Um... I my my weird positive is that the sound in this was actually pretty good. Like, oh, I could watch this in Dolby Atmos, dude, surround sound. Like, it was pretty nice. Yeah. and that's about it. That's that's all I got. And then we can just dive right into the negative. Because <laughs> oh god, what a mess.
1: Did anyone else notice? The awful way that Massimo falls after he gets shot, and also that the oh, bullet yeah. is totally misplaced because it hits his dad in the heart, and then hits him, like, right above the pelvis.
2: Yeah, I noticed that.
1: Oh, he, I don't,
2: yeah.
0: He, uh, his other falls also terrible, where he falls to his knees when he finds out his wife is killed, but it takes him, like, two minutes to do it.
1: I laughed so hard that tears started coming out of my eyes.
0: (laughs) My biggest thing with this is that I feel lied to, man. This movie is called 365 Days, and it doesn't even take 65 days, like two months, for her to fall in love with him. Forgive him for literally kidnapping her from her friends and family. And then she marries him and has a child with him in the span of two months. Yeah. It's the most messed up thing.
1: Well, they never actually get married. They just get engaged.
0: But still getting engaged in the first two months is... They were gonna get married. That's where they were heading I'm not
1: saying it's correct.
0: (laughs) This was, like, the weirdest Stockholm Syndrome movie ever. Where they're, like, forcing...
1: Yeah,
2: that was one of my biggest pet peeves of this movie, cause, like, they she just like totally forgot the fact that she she was literally kidnapped, and now he's like she they went out in public multiple times, and she only tried to get help once. That's what really bothered me. She, she had her phone was
0: and out. stuff too. Yeah, and she doesn't use it to to escape. Yeah. Um, here's the thing: if it was like, all right, this guy kidnaps her. And um, she slowly falls in love with him over the course of, like, a year. It's weird, but I get it. This like, they're forcing her to fall in love with him so she can, like, not be held captive. hmm The only thing that he does, that, like, the boat scene, she falls off and then he saves her, and then she's like, oh, this guy isn't so bad. But he pushed her off, like,
2: why? Why was he so obsessed with her? Like, why was he just because he saw her there? Because he his...
0: star there. Yeah, there's like, no good explanation for it. That's...
2: I
1: mean, stuff like that happens in real life all the time when you like are obsessed with something or someone because they were there or you associate them with trauma. But uh, this hasn't happened before.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. I would hope not, because this is this is terrible.
1: Now you're just giving people ideas. Yeah.
0: Oh, people have their free 65 days role-playing
1: now. <laughs> oh.
0: um, yeah, it's so weird that he obsesses over this random person that he just watching while his dad died. And all of a sudden he's like... And he does it for a few years because he makes all those paintings in his like, house.
2: And yeah, that huge painting of just her. That was crazy. Yeah.
0: This dude is creepy, and we're supposed to, like, I feel like we're supposed to like him or something. That's the vibes I got. Yeah. I, I mean...
2: S- no, go ahead.
1: You're su- assuming that you're a woman, and you're not thinking about the Stockholm Syndrome and everything else that is wrong with this movie. You're supposed <laughs> to like him.
0: Right, Summer, from a woman's perspective, how do you feel about Massimo?
1: garbage. He's like, it's like akin to when I hate-watched Twilight and that's how I felt about Edward.
0: But Edward didn't kidnap her.
1: No, but he was emo and gross and had his own issues. Which one is Edward?
0: Edward is the vampire.
1: vampire, And they both were like, oh, I have mental issues and I need you to fix them because I'm a big baby.
0: (laughs) Uh, massimo's got some mental issues he didn't fix anything
2: if massimo was like a broke like old dude or not old but if he's broke then she would have not fell in love with him like it would have been a total different story
0: he's also like jacked and apparently that worked for her he's like yeah. yeah okay yeah <laughs> this is literally just like indian 50 shades of gray it feels very similar we're just this rich dude is like okay i want you to be my like my um slave girl person and they actually fall in love it's so weird
1: i don't think like in if this was directed by literally anyone else or if this was just an idea that someone had and not from a novel. I think it would be like she just she didn't fall in love with him, she's just an opportunist. Cause look at all of the clothes that she bought. Damn.
0: Yeah. For being captured, she was doing pretty good. Like Yeah. She was kinda living. Kate, okay, what else do um, you got for this? Well negative. A question. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Did she work with like they were kind of connected through work, and I have two questions based on that. Did she work in security, and why was she just on the beach, like, fluffing your hair and some flowy dress when she was working?
0: Um. So from what I've looked into it, she was on vacation, and that's why she was on that beach. Wasn't anything special. Because I had to do research, because everything was so confusing. And I took multiple breaks. I took like twenty-minute breaks between between sex scenes, bro. Like, <laughs> I was like, okay, I need a, I need a, a quick
1: breather. They're just all way too long, and like the sounds that they include are oh. so unnecessary and disgusting.
2: Like the beginning, <laughs> the beginning scene when they went back and forth between Laura and uh, Massimo, like they use a like Christian rock song. And oh like...
0: that's the best thing about this film the amount of licensed songs and montages that we get the, yeah every 15 minutes there's just this licensed song blasting as loud as possible with this montage of just like them changing the setting to somewhere <laughs> different it's the it's funniest awful. thing the songs don't even match like what's going on though they're just random songs exactly yeah
1: I... Love yeah. the part where the song is like, "Oh, I can't get enough of you. You can't get enough of your dad." <laughs>
0: that oh, was
1: amazing!
0: Do every song was amazing because none of them fit the tone or the vibe at all.
2: Yeah,
1: only like one did, and I think it was "I Am the Fire."
0: Is that what was the one that? The one that they played during the boat scene. Wasn't that Red Hot Fire or something?
1: I don't know.
0: They blasted Um. that so hard. Mm
1: -hmm. It was was so terrible that I could barely pay attention to the technical portions and the only costuming (laughs) thing I wrote down was why is his dad wearing a white shirt and the sparkly skull thing she was wearing when she got kidnapped? Total garbage. Doesn't fit anything. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, Cade, you are also part of this um little theater crew that we, we have here. Yes. Um, You did Spotlight, so you don't really, do you have any lighting things? Not um, really, right?
2: No, no.
0: I actually, I mean, as a sound person that did it just recently, yeah, there was a lot of sound effects that would have been fun to have to <laughs> put in here. <laughs> Oh, especially during like the plane scene or the like numerous slaps that they give each other because oh, they yeah. do slap each other a lot.
2: The plane scene, he was like, he was talking, I forgot who he was talking to. He was like, someone just stole her cocaine. He was, And then he just mm-hmm. went back and just like did the devil's tango with that lady just because someone stole their cocaine.
0: Yeah, like- there was a lot of cocaine in this too. Yeah. Surprising amount of cocaine.
1: I think there wasn't enough. <laughs> mm.
0: Did more cocaine, or just just? For... I say more, more
1: cocaine.
0: Yeah, Cain? exactly. Uh, um, yeah, we could use more coke. <laughs> <laughs> I want to really? ask you guys, um, what's your favorite scene? <laughs> favorite
1: was.
0: Okay, what's favorite your favorite what? scene? Favorite scene.
2: Favorite uh, all the... scene. Yep. Oh, geez. What's yours? Because I have to think about this. All
0: right, I'll go first. Um, It's going to be... It's going to be... um. I have to go with the boat scene just because I think there's a lot of... I think there's a lot of character development there. <laughs> you know? You really yeah. expand on the plot and the characters in that boat scene. There's a lot of, like you know, compelling narrative. I think it's very, it speaks to my heart, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah. I, so that,
0: I, I mean, that's I, mine.
2: Um, Mine would probably be when Laura went to go see Olga, when she told everything. That was like the only scene that I felt an actual connection. I don't know. Oh, but... the,
0: where like they do normal stuff and not kidnapping. Yeah. Sex stuff. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So
1: All right, Summer, nice.
0: what you
2: got?
1: My favorite scene. Cade's is a really close second, but my favorite scene is when they're on the plane and Mario's like, someone stole our box of cocaine. <laughs> and then Massimo goes into the back and is, like, ag- receives aggressive fellatio as a result of the cocaine being gone.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and some random Christian rock song plays. <laughs> <laughs> really loud.
1: Who was he receiving nudes from? Like, the entire time?
2: I thought oh, that was she... the girl. It I... was, like, Anna or something.
1: But she was ginger, and Anna was blonde. Who's Anna? Anna was the one that was like, I'm gonna kill Laura because you had a portrait of her sit- sitting in your house while we were dating.
0: I forgot there was, like, this random crazy ex subplot. <laughs> that was we. They did that in Fifty Shades, too, where they had yeah. Anna. They had another character that was like the X. But I think it was his aunt or something. This one isn't as interesting. But...
2: I feel like they could have done so much good stuff with this movie, but they just like leave out like the details. Like Um, they could have made a good movie, that's what they could've done. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cade, uh I'm gonna throw another one at you. What's All what's right. your favorite favorite uh line in this entire movie?
2: Are you lost baby girl. <laughs>
0: You <laughs> Lost baby girl. Um, uh, okay, Summer, what you got? Because I have a good one.
1: Um, I think that's the only one that I wrote down because I had such a, re- such a reaction to it. I, all caps, are you? No, no, no. Are you lost baby girl? You whore. You absolute <laughs> whore. He says
0: <laughs> it multiple times, too, and it's worse each time
1: the entire time he's like I'm a, I'm such a top I'm a mafia boss you need to teach me how to be gentle and then whenever he says that he has like his hands in front of him he's hands folded and he's like are you lost baby girl
0: I have two lines from each character one's from Laura where he's he's telling her to do something for him and Laura's like I'm not a sack of potatoes you can't drag me around
2: oh, yeah. and it's just oh. such
0: a random comparison I'm like okay But my favorite is from Massimo. And he's, you know, the theme where, like, he's chained up. And then he brings another girl in. (laughs) He goes over to her. And he's like, I'm going to screw you so hard. They can hear your screams all the way back in Poland.
2: And I'm like, dude, you are
0: way too intense right
2: now. Did you realize how that, that lady, the other, like... That when he made Laura watch him, the other girl she wore like a full-on like outfit just to like give him. What did you say? What was summer at Felatio?
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah.
2: She wore the whole outfit just to do that, and then she just left. I mean, she's probably getting paid a lot. Yeah.
1: And then after that, she had like that high Ariana Grande ponytail. Despite him, she wore the same thing. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I actually think the lighting in that scene's pretty good, though. <laughs> like, I don't scene? like to give this film any positives. In the scene where she's locked up, and then they bring another girl in. Oh yeah, they have some good that's, mood lighting in there.
1: That's my only positive. I forgot the lighting was like kind of good.
0: Yeah, there was other scenes where they were in like the courtyard, and he's like, "Are oh, you lost baby girl?" That that lighting there was pretty good too. <laughs> like this is, is this that
2: when she like turned around and like bumped into him.
0: Yeah. No, she was, she was just walking, and he's just standing there and forced himself in front of
2: her. She wasn't even phased. She acted like nothing even happened. Like, if it, that happened to me, I'd, like, freak out. And, I don't know. It she was wasn't even so scared.
0: creepy and perverted, and she was just like,
1: okay, I'm moving on.
2: Yeah.
0: Didn't even hesitate.
1: It looked like she knew him, but...
2: Yeah, that's what I thought was happening.
1: I she had I, like, never met up. him before.
2: It was,
0: this was her, this was her first performance
1: as actress,
0: and, I mean, who do you think did better, Massimo or Laura, because I think they both were
1: equally terrible.
0: They are both pretty bad.
1: I think Laura's better, just because she has, like, a dash more substance than Massimo does, but both of their characters are terrible.
0: I'm going to go opposite. I think Massimo brought more flavor to the role. Laura (laughs) was... She does this thing where he's like telling... He's like beating her up or yelling at her. And she's just staring at him like she's into him. And I'm like, dude, you should be angry right now. You shouldn't be like this into it. Yeah. Get some weird things.
2: I'm going to have to agree with Summer. I I think... Laura did better, only because all I feel like all Massimo had to do was just be like dominant and bland. He was just bland. I th- I think he brought a lot to it, man. He did. <laughs> he did.
0: Brian. It was like you know how when you're on YouTube, you can get to that weird side of YouTube where like it's just <laughs> Indians building houses or something. Yeah. Or Africans or other countries. Yeah, that's what this felt like, but for Netflix, I feel like I stumbled on a weird. Portion of Netflix that I wasn't allowed to be on. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: how did you guys feel about the accents? Were they good? Were they bad?
0: Oh, terrible! The it was the thing mm-hmm. is that they had to speak in three different languages, and you oh, could clearly yeah. tell that none of them were native speakers in English. So why even put it in English?
1: Oh, it's bad. I mean, I got it between Laura and Massimo, because he didn't know Polish and she didn't know Italian until, like, later in the film where she does know Italian. Oh, really? Yeah. She, like, speaks in Italian to him, like, after the whole, like, I'm in love with you. Dude,
2: he was
0: such a puds, too, of how he asked her to marry him, like, in bed. Oh,
2: yeah. What a loser (laughs)
1: Josh, had you kidnapped a girl and said, uh, you have one year to fall in love with me, and I'll be a big baby about it the whole time, how would you propose to her?
0: Um, he's like, okay, here, here, double down on it, kidnap her again, <laughs> move her to a new location, and he's like, I'm going to give you 365 days to say yes. But she's like, I'm, I was already going to say yes. Well, he's like, I'm still going to give you the year. New Just way in case here. you
1: change your mind.
0: Just in case you change your mind. That's that's what I do. I double down on it.
1: Okay. Kate. <laughs> Kate,
0: how are you proposing?
2: Um, I, I don't even know. I double down. Oh, oh. I, I'm going go my idea, sir. I'm going to go with Josh's technique.
0: Just because okay. I'm good at it, it, it would yeah, work.
2: It's a great technique. It's it worked. <laughs> the best.
0: Uh do you have anything else to add, Summer Kid? Overly negative?
2: Um, I have I have this note written down. If, in the beginning meeting scene when he was like he was like I'm not doing this and those people like put him back in his chair and then he just randomly blurted out, This is America. Like I didn't under did you guys notice that? I didn't understand why he said that. But were they in America?
0: I'm yeah, around, like, but he just Poland.
2: I don't even know. It was just so weird and th- <laughs> random.
1: Laura was in Poland having a talk with um, her sexist coworker and her weird boss that gets angry all the time. And then uh, Massimo and his crew were in America trying to deal with the finances with, like, loan sharks or whatever because oh, okay. his dad died and they were passing everything over.
0: Yeah, I didn't get that at all. I was just very confused. <laughs> theme um summer what you got to add anything
1: um remember when he was like i'll never tie you up i'll never do anything without your permission and then like all of the stuff that he'll never do when he won't cross the line and he just keeps pushing it and pushing it and pushing it
0: yeah yep perfect
1: um... example of toxic
0: <laughs> he was like, "Okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna forcefully touch you," and then proceeds to forcefully touch her every yeah. other scene.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, I understand. Mm. <laughs> oh, another great line is when they're in the shower and he's like, "He's like, you keep looking at it. Do you want to
2: touch?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that
1: made me. Oh, and he doesn't even have the nerve to say it
0: uh yep um the last thing i think i wanted to touch on is it just me or did laura and her friend olga have like a weird chemistry romantic thing going on
2: yeah i noticed
0: that she like straight straight up straddles her
1: friend
2: in that one scene
0: i was like okay
1: but didn't go anywhere if it was just the kiss on the lips that I do that they do in like the bar scene, mm-hmm. I'm like it's a different culture, like that's understandable, whatever. But I I I've never gone to my girl best friend and talked to my romantic env- endeavors by straddling her. <laughs> sexually. I mean, Cade's Kate,
0: Kate's done it many times, but yeah, you know, for the times. rest of us normal people, it's yeah. not common. <laughs> yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, very very unusual. So I thought. That should have been, in my opinion, how it, how the story went. She leaves this creepy dude that kidnaps her, and goes to her friend who actually cares about her. Because the husband sucked too that she met.
1: Oh, were really? they yeah. bald, dude? Oh, yeah. She, I as soon as he, I, as soon as it was her birthday and he wore camo khakis to her birthday, <laughs> I was like, oh, she's gonna leave him. That's it. Oh
0: yeah, it reminded me of my brother, man. I mean, that's was- camo khakis. That was very tacky. Camo khakis.
2: <laughs> Another thing I've written down, it was when she fell in the water. I was like, mm-hmm. I wrote down, bro, can she not swim? Because she was in the water for like five seconds and then she like drowned. Like he had to pull her out. Like, I don't know. She's in there for like five seconds. That's yeah, yeah, really as soon as she fell,
0: down. my man straight Dived He No hesitation. <laughs> but he pushed her off, didn't he?
2: Kind of.
1: They were, like, physically fighting, and then, like, the way that she fell was so fake, but I feel, yeah. like, it it was his fault. he's like, don't provoke me, but teach me how to be gentle.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought there was going to be, like, serious character development for him, but they did nothing with it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised you expected anything out of this.
2: I, I really, I mean, they could have done so much, but they didn't. That's I kind of
0: knew meant. what it was going to be like going in. I, I mean, it's a Netflix movie, and Netflix movies are very hit or miss. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Before... I just, oh, go ahead. I just realized, circling back to the shower scene, that I wrote, what is this, a locker room? And that was, <laughs> like, the most innovative thing I had to say about this entire movie.
2: <laughs> yeah, what kind of shower was that? It wasn't, like, there wasn't even a door. It was just the bed and then the shower
0: there was multiple showers and yeah. they weren't they weren't like closed off at all. Yeah. I mean, I I thought that it was for Massimo and his friend Mario.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they
0: see their dude bro showers together.
1: That's how they bond.
0: For um That's how they buy it? for my subreddit this week thought about it and I think this all could have been solved if Massimo got Tinder. So, my subreddit is r slash give Massimo Tinder. If he <laughs> would have gotten out there and just had a few one night stands with people, he wouldn't have needed all this. He could have gone
2: for that, the plain girl.
0: Right. He could have been, he, he's been fine. But he has to obsess over one person. And I just right. think he doesn't know about Tinder
2: yeah
1: i've never felt worse for someone than how bad i felt for the plane girl like he walked away and she was all like oh my god and like giggling like no she was
0: into it which <laughs> was weird
1: broke your cranium <laughs> what do you mean
0: oh <laughs> that was the gaying sounds oh my
1: god
2: that was oh my gosh
0: i'm sorry i'm still so surprised that this guy like high up on netflix i'm surprised this didn't get completely lost same like who who first watches this and is like okay let's check this out because on the <laughs> poster you can tell what it is mm. yeah officially probably my favorite poster of the year oh uh-uh. yes <laughs> high quality
1: do you want to know the thing that bothers me the most about this entire movie
0: yep Go ahead.
1: Why is she blonde at the end?
0: Yes. Um unknown.
1: Like she gets her hair bleached and like that whole scene is just like I want wine and I want volume. And then like Laura's silent. And
0: hold then up, hold for up. some I take, reason I she's
1: blonde.
0: <laughs> Hot take, Summer. Hot take. Hot take. Okay. She looks better blonde. No! Yes. <laughs> she, I, don't...
1: I hate her as a blonde.
2: She... was it a wig?
0: It, it was a, it was a very bad wig, yes.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, you could tell. Um, yeah, hey, doesn't she look better blonde?
1: Um,
2: I liked her better. What was her hair like, brunette? Yeah, yeah, brunette. yeah, I liked it better like that.
0: Um, I mean, I I hated I hated her in general, the character. But I'm like, I think the blonde she can pull it off.
1: The side part in the asymmetric cut, like you couldn't even tell if that was the what, this, uh, asymmetric thing was purposeful or if they just put the wig on wrong.
2: Yeah,
0: oh, it was it was worse than like a cheap a play. God, that wig, you could just <laughs> tell it was
2: bad. Mm. Another thing, when yep. when uh, Mario got that call about like that, like someone said. She, they're gonna kill Laura. Who's who called him, and who killed Laura?
0: Uh, I, that's what I was gonna lead into, Cade. Which is, how do you want this sequel to go? And do you think we're getting? They don't tell us who killed her or why,
2: or they didn't tell. Do you think it was the same person who killed, um, Massimo's dead?
0: I would believe it's connected. Yeah. Summer, what? How do you want to see the sequel happen?
1: I want his ex girlfriend, the guys that killed his dad, and the guy that um, almost raped Laura, and then he and then Massimo shot his hands. I want them all to work together to try and kill Laura, and then Laura just becomes this all powerful mob wife, and she's pulling the strings.
0: All right, so I'm looking at the. A summary for book two. It's called Ten ZN or This Day, released in 2018. And apparently, Massimo has a twin brother named Adriano <laughs> who lives in Britain. <sighs>
1: uh, of course, he
0: I'm, does. Massimo finds out about Laura's pregnancy. Laura is kidnapped again by a man named Marcelo Nacho Matos who's a hitman and the son of yet another mob boss. Oh, my... While being held hostage, Laura begins to develop feelings for her new captor.
2: Uh.
0: But Massimo isn't about to let his wife and unborn child be taken away from him. The second novel ends of Laura getting shot when Massimo tries to rescue her, and he must decide whether to save her or their baby, which is what I was talking about. Um, That's messed up that she falls in love with that new captor.
1: Wait, in the third book does she go back to Massimo or is it the new guy?
0: Oh I gotta I gotta look up. Um she's got a problem if she falls in love with not just the first dude,
2: but the the other dude? Yeah, that's just messed up. I'm just glad in some in the second book there's somewhat of a storyline
1: mm-hmm. or
2: meaning behind the movie, besides just six <laughs>
1: <laughs> within uh, okay. the logic of the movie i think the most logical thing was if she had just left martin earlier like none of this would have happened she wouldn't have had a stockholm syndrome kink <laughs> she wouldn't be pregnant
0: all right are and... we ready for the third book
1: <laughs> yeah
0: the third book starts with massimo St- i'm i'm quoting some republic world Starts with Massimo deciding to keep Laura alive and letting go of the child as only one can be saved. So she he keeps Laura and lets go of the child. Um Laura is unaware of this and accepts her fate, thinking that she naturally lost her child, and she slowly starts getting addicted to alcohol. Then Massimo <laughs> goes back to doing like work stuff and she gets bored. Um she gets a dog from Massimo. Um she gets more attracted to Nacho that other kidnapper dude. Massimo becomes a drug addict. Jeez. Um, Laura leaves Massimo and starts leave, leave, living with Nacho. Um,
2: Massimo Wait, is his angry. Name's Nacho.
0: Yeah, his his nickname is Nacho. No. Oh. <laughs> I mean, obviously, that's what you name your, your yeah. mafia boss. Massimo is angry at her and gets disturbed. Laura receives a package from Massimo, which has her dead dog.
2: Oh.
0: <gasps> what? Could, oh my gosh! All right, ending. <laughs> Massimo turns up at Olga's wedding to Domenico with another girl. So she does get married to that dude. That's all I wanted. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel satisfied now. Yeah. So he shows up with another girl. Laura gets jealous and confronts him. Massimo denies sending the dog and says that Nacho's been playing with her, believing that she goes back to Massimo's place. However, she comes to know that Massimo lied, and now she's trapped again. After a lot of struggle, she finally escapes and goes back to Nacho. They flee, get married, and she gets pregnant with Nacho's child. Jeez. <laughs> that's a, that's a whole... I need more movies. I'm kind of interested now.
2: <laughs> I still can't get over how his name's Nacho. Yeah, his name's
0: something else. They nickname him Nacho. So apparently he's the hero at the end of the day, even though he kidnapped her. So, I mean...
1: I want to know like the dialogue of that. He's like, "I'm gonna save you from this Italian bastard." <laughs> that has to be what it is, word for word. Like the diction in here, garbage. No, okay,
0: yo, yo, Massimo confronts not Joe, and um, he starts yelling right, and he's like, "Laura is not Joe' girl.
1: Give <laughs> her back."
0: That's a good one.
1: Good Did part. you just say give it back? He
0: <laughs> said, "Give her back." Oh. It was good. I I heard the the crickets crickets were happy with it. I think it was a good joke. Yeah, I'm proud of myself. I'm just happy Olga got with that dude, Domenico. Good for them. Yeah, uh,
1: no, Laura should have been with Domenico, and then they would have. She would have had such a, like a semblance of a normal relationship.
0: Yeah, no, she just ends up getting with this Nacho dude.
1: I she thought he was going to be gay for sure. Nacho. No, not Nacho. <laughs> oh, Domenico. Domenico.
0: Yeah, Domenico did have gay vibes, but I, I mean, I guess they ended up. <laughs> people were probably so mad that we spoiled it. They were probably diehard fans. <laughs> we just ruined it.
1: Can I change my favorite scene? Yep. Okay.
0: <laughs> we, we don't care.
1: <laughs> you know when she, re- she requested pierogies?
2: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and
1: then like he, the chef serves them to to her, and he just stands there with his uh, arms at his side, like in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, favorite scene. The look on his face is amazing.
0: Doesn't she like don't have to kill him this time? Like I could teach him.
1: I wanted that. I wanted wholesome Laura chef content where she teaks, didn't teaches that. him how to make traditional Polish food.
2: I thought you were gonna say you wanted him to get shot. What if he just got shot because he didn't make good probies?
1: I would cry. <laughs>
2: That'd be a terrible way to go.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, I think that we shouldn't get sequels, but get a spinoff about Mario and his mafia adventures. But it's, like, really wholesome and sweet. <laughs> and rated G, yeah. It's like, a, it's a kid's family-friendly thing. A kid's mafia it. movie. But then at the end it gets super hard R and like his Italian family gets slaughtered. So. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've thought, I've thought about it a lot. <laughs>
1: I would watch that.
0: Kid, what's your dream sequel?
1: My
2: dream sequel?
0: Yeah, you have to have one.
2: Like, have Summer go first.
0: <laughs> Alright, Summer. Dream <laughs> sequel.
1: Dream sequel. Um, So, Laura... Gets with Nacho, but it's not for the reason that you would think. She murders him, oh, and oh. then gets another dog, brings it back to Massimo. The dog eats him. She raises the child <laughs> with Olga.
0: Oh, I like that. I like that. Okay, Cade, top it.
2: Wait, wait. What's Nacho's relation to this? To these people?
0: Um, no relation. He's just another rival mafia boss who kidnaps her.
2: All right, so. I'd say that she said she gets with Nacho and then then when they go to attack Massimo, then they turn around and then they kill Nacho with the eating dog.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like it. I like it.
0: Very it's very what, what friendly about you, Josh? Friendly. Um exactly. I mean I have I have the Mario I guess that's not a sequel is it? I Mario's. Hmm. <laughs> um I think the dream is to make the Mario spin-off movie a sequel to this where they kind of set up Nacho, then a Nacho spin-off movie and then we combine those movies and the Fifty Shades movies to make like an Avengers. <laughs> and it's called the sex banjoes
2: <laughs> i i can't argue with that that's a great idea very and
1: it's, creative
0: it's the 365 shades of gray cinematic universe
1: oh god
2: wow. yes you should get on that i know that's it's
1: just pornography that's all that it, that it is oh yeah
0: yeah <laughs> yep Next videos, Just, man. That's where you It's an
1: orgy with plot, and we don't like that.
0: Okay, <laughs> one more, one more thing. I need to know who you casting as Nacho in the sequel. Oh, jeez. You can cast anyone, American or some random foreign person.
2: Oh, Danny DeVito.
0: Danny DeVito.
2: Wouldn't he <laughs> would be a great mafia boss?
0: He would be a great... Well, he's the son of a mafia boss. He's got to be like. Kate, if you know your Twilight stuff, he's, like, the Jacob of the story.
2: Oh, jeez. I never watched...
0: Jacob's, like, the werewolf that, like, is the rival to Edward for Bella.
1: Okay, but in this version, does Nacho pee on her child? Um,
2: Because that's what happens
1: in Twilight.
2: It potentially. What? (laughs) Why is anyone peeing on a child?
1: Because it's, like, okay. Whole different conversation.
0: No, go ahead. Go on Twilight.
1: Um, Bella's I've never even seen this movie Bella's child that she has with Edward all along which was Jacob's soulmate <laughs> and what? then he pees on it to claim it
2: oh oh I get that
0: <laughs> like a dog
1: <laughs> yeah because he's a werewolf you know it makes sense
0: yeah God. Like
2: they claim there's here. yeah
0: alright Summer who you got Is Nacho
1: he's got Danny uh, DeVio my first thought was Jack Black <laughs> just <laughs> on instinct
0: I remember there was like this office episode where Jack like they're watching like a movie in it's like a meta thing where they're watching a movie in the office and Jack Black like is has a romantic relationship with this like really old woman and it's, <laughs> it's kind of like the similar vibe to this so I could see it <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay or Josh Gad but only in the art of his foul voice
0: that's a very specific oh, type. God. Kate, have you seen Artemis Fowl yet?
1: Yes.
2: <laughs> I I didn't want to talk about that either.
0: Yeah. Kate's been watching that great stuff lately. He's also watched Cats. He's just oh, not God. getting a lot of lot of winners.
2: I actually never finished Cats because I just couldn't.
0: Hmm. Um I'm gonna go with a, a Netflix mainstay. You know, we're gonna cast in house, one of our regulars. As Nacho, I'm gonna cast Mr. Noah Centineo. Oh
2: God!
1: Okay. From
0: from the uh, what were those movies called? Tell so, the boys you love before. Yeah, or something. yeah. Of that thing, oh, all the boys' fame. Some of you've seen those, right? No. Hey, you haven't seen a Noah Centineo movie?
1: Never. I refused to.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's like this. This hard rob for Netflix, except he's just. His face is so awkward and his, his acting so awkward and yeah. I'm fascinated by it. And he'd be perfect,
2: man. Wait, <laughs> you want him as Nacho?
0: Yeah, he's Nacho. He's my he's my Nacho. Yeah. I
2: know.
0: That's how I see it. I mean, I thought that was a good choice, but, I mean, I do see Danny DeVito now.
2: Yeah. This I, think Danny... would, I
0: don't think Danny would do it, though. He's got bigger stuff. He'd
2: be the... He'd be the... Epic Mafia boss.
0: Oh, he could be the dad to Noah Centennial. And that would be oh, believable.
2: Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: They have, so, like, a whole group.
0: <laughs> so we're going to rate this thing. I don't know if you've listened to any episodes, but we rate this out of five Bs. You can do half Bs as well. So, um, Out
2: of, out of five Bs?
0: Yep. So we're going to start with you. Out of five Bs, how many are you going to give it? You have to I'm, give it at least a half B.
2: I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it one B.
0: One B. One That's B. That's too much. Was it a so bad it's good movie for you or just terrible? Yeah,
2: it was part of the reason it's so bad. It's funny, but there's like there's like maybe two scenes that I enjoyed, so I'll I'll give it that. So one B for me.
0: Okay, summer. Um, what you got?
1: Uh, can I wrap do up? three fourths of a B?
0: No, no, just half B's. <laughs>
1: that's rude and uncalled for fine <laughs> yeah. half of a bee
0: it wasn't so bad as good for you summer
1: it was the worst i've never seen a, rom- a romantic movie until now and it is not a good place to start the half of a bee is exclusively the chef and the cocaine scene
0: okay um i it's a mix because I have as I told you, it took me like multiple hours to get through this. So there was a lot that I just despise watching. But there's a not there's a like just a lovable quality to the, the awfulness of it. Especially Massimo. That I'm just I'm <laughs> I'm really invested. If there's a sequel, man, I'm there. Like okay. even though it's, it's one of the worst movies I've seen this year, I'm there. But I also go half B, So I'm going to officially label this. We all gave it pretty low scores. Ready for this? Yeah. A bee disaster.
1: <laughs>
0: wow. Yeah. Yeah. Get a little sticker that's says bad job. <laughs> 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 I mean,
1: that's better than the last time you tried to make a bee pun.
0: Yeah. I, I, it took me a bit to, to think of that. Uh, maybe like a half hour, but, um, I'm proud of it. <laughs> it was very good. Uh, so we're going to wrap this up. Cade, uh, thanks so much for being on, bro. Being thanks our for first having Will you be back? Or is, was this a disaster and you're done?
2: <laughs> I thought this was a lot of fun. So I'll come back whenever you want me to come back.
0: Cade will maybe be back. Everyone. <laughs>
1: You haven't decided
2: yet. <laughs> we
0: haven't just dis- no. Kate will be back. Kate's great. Kate's great, yeah. and we'll we'll do something. Maybe we'll do something good for Kate. Yeah, so I feel bad that we made Kate watch this.
2: I I did want to do a bad movie though.
0: You did. But next time, I Kate, will- you can pick whatever movie you want. I will not right. pick a Three Sixty Five Days ever again.
1: Right. I appreciate <laughs> that.
0: So that'll be that'll be all for this week. Summer, we'll be back next week, right? Yeah. Yep. So we'll be back next week with I believe what we have planned is a good movie. We might just do this back and forth. All it's
1: for... a very specific vibe.
0: Yep. So that'll be all for us. Uh Summer, do you have anything to add before we go?
1: Uh for once, no.
0: No. Alright. Uh goodbye, everyone.
1: Bye guys.
2: Bye. <laughs>